0: like making shirts. No way. I'm gonna have a business. No,
1: I don't want to do anything behind a desk.
0: Born in Belarus. 50 arrests.
1: Grew up in a poverty mindset. Mandatory evacuation.
0: Hurricane Katrina. I'm in debt. I'm in trouble. you're gonna lose everything.
1: feel like a horrible mom. A failure.
0: My goal. My dream. They can see in us that identity of Christ.
1: We're business owners.
0: We worked together 17 years.
1: Adriel and Melody grew up in the office. They would just ride their scooters up and down the hallway. It was part of the environment. Our business, Fine Design, does official event merchandising. Owner-operators in 15 states and our staff come out on site, set up a full production of sweatshirts, t-shirts, jackets, hoodies, all with the official logo design of the event. And then they also bring out heat press machines that can customize the official event apparel on the spot. It's been a huge success, so we're really thankful.
0: Now I go, I start. Our priority, it's a kids, it's a family, Melania, Melody, Adriel. I'm nine. Seven. I'm four. They're all completely different uh, personalities. Adriel, he's more logical, very smart in school. He likes sports. Very
1: organized. He plans ahead. He's like his dad in a lot of ways. And I like math, playing sports with my dad. Melody, on the other hand, her head is in the clouds. She's dancing. She's doing cartwheels.
0: Very outgoing. She has such a beautiful personality. Really, really fun.
1: Melania, she just captures our hearts. I don't know
0: how she can be so cute. She's very sensitive, she's very friendly.
1: A joy to be with. I find it easy to parent with her. It's not that she listens and obeys, but she hears what I'm saying, she acknowledges what I'm saying, she'll even reason with me, and she's four.
2: I like Legos, and I like making shirts. Making the shirts.
0: There's one way just to say she's my wife, but there's another way to say she's my partner, she's my friend. She's energetic, probably the most gracious person you can meet. When she comes in, the atmosphere is changing.
1: The surface thing that drew me to him is his charm and his sarcasm. A man of legacy, a man of deep faith. He inspires me every day. He's my best friend. Kids are a part of your life. We just do life together. I grew up in a poverty mindset. Born in Williamsburg, Virginia.
0: I was born in Belarus between Poland and Russia, and South Ukraine, Lithuania, Latvia, pre-Baltic countries. Looking at Ukraine, it's a spiritual war because Ukraine is the country of freedom. We pray, we just pray for the the revival just to stay there. Everything goes back to my great-grandparents. I think it goes back to First World War. They got saved because of the Jewish family. My grandfather, he had 12 brothers and sisters. When the war happened, they were transferred to Russia on the way back on a train. Nine of them passed away because of the hunger. My grandfather, he survived. His father, which is my great-grandfather, he said, I'm gonna do everything possible to dedicate my son. My grandfather, he got married when he was 17, and grandma was 16. He was always saying, I'm gonna have sons, they're all gonna be pastors. So one daughter, which is only the first one, eight sons in a row, from those eight sons, six or seven of them are pastors. My dad had the passion for Christ. All the way from childhood, it was just in his bones. I have nine brothers and sisters. My dad was a pastor. Our house was used as the underground church. First story was for the family, which is we had only one room. The second story was just for the church.
1: When I was five, my dad got a job offer in New Orleans. My mom had nine children, so it was a big uprooting. Six months later, my dad got laid off of his job. It was a huge adventure and difficulty for our family. My mom kept on getting pregnant and having more kids. Most of my life that I remember, she was pregnant. There were 13 total biological siblings. There's also my adopted brother, and he makes 14. My parents took in homeless people as a ministry. We had like 26 people living in the house at one time.
0: We had the neighbors. They were not Christians, but they would always watch. If they would see the uh, KGBs coming, they would always inform us. My dad, he got 50 arrests. I remember one specific moment when he was knocked down to the ground, and they look at us at the kids and like, hey, you're probably not gonna see your dad. He's breaking the law because he allows the church in this house. We were very concerned, and I remember those emotions. He's not afraid. He's a great, great man of God. It was hard for my mom. She would cry, but she would always tell us, hey, don't say anything to that, because I don't want him to stop the ministry. Collapse of the Soviet Union happened. My dad, he was emotional. I remember that moment exactly when he was holding my hand, and first time we walk in the street, and just enjoying that moment of the freedom. Finally, we can have a church outside of my house.
1: We live day by day. Paycheck to paycheck, God always said that he's gonna provide our daily bread. There was one day when she literally just had bread and butter. Well, we're gonna break bread today. She buttered the bread and she toasted it and we had tea. And then for lunch, toast the bread and put the butter on it. We're gonna have tea and she made it feel fancy. And then she gets a call from one of the guys from the church we're having steak tonight lynn he went and bought four hundred dollars in groceries it was just out of the blue and god like provided all of that growing up in that you just see like god's provision he
0: was in ministry 100 percent He would be out, I would say, an average two and a half weeks for the mission trips. Pretty much he would grow up with my mom. She would spend time with us. Every day we had night prayers and reading the Bible. But I never had those crazy restrictions or rules, don't do that, don't do that. Somehow, I don't know how, inside of us we had that fear of God. I got saved. Pretty much I got born again in those family, gatherings, and prayers.
1: I always loved God, and I always wanted to do what was right. The peer pressure began. I caught one of my brothers smoking, and then he's like, well, you're just a little kid. I, like, experimented with, like, smoking, and then I wanted to be a cool kid. and kind of had some rebellious years until I was, like, 16. I would journal and write, and I would pray and ask God, show me and teach me how to have a relationship because I want to be deeper, but I don't know how. When I was 18, I had done a missions trip to Bulgaria, Turkey, and Greece. I'm creating my own like relationship with God. Now I feel like independently in a relationship with God.
0: I was 16, but in two months I was 17. My dad personally received the word of God, which he moved to United States of America for the family. Shift happened in my dad's ministry. When we came to USA, it was shocking me. It was shocking how it's beautiful, how it's different, how it's just big. I went to Bible college actually, two Bible colleges. I got prophecy or I got work. She prophesied to me, she said, I'm gonna have a business. And you know, I look at her, I said, No way. There's a guy, he was doing this little small business uh, selling t shirts for the sport apparel. He's loving he's from Ukraine. Hey, I'm looking for anyone who's here from Slavic countries. So, yeah, there's two 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 guys still looking for the job. He ended up asking us to help him. When he was in our room, he began to cry. And he said that God spoke to me to start the ministry. I feel like I need to go back to Ukraine and work with the people. I had this idea for this business. I'll give up. I'll give up this for you, but you'll help me with that, you know, to support me when I'm there. You guys just run the business. So pretty much we started the business with uh, well, I'm not mistaken, maybe like eight boxes of the t shirts, and they call those two heat presses.
1: We heard, oh, a hurricane's coming through, and we're like, oh, it's just gonna blow over to Florida like it usually does. It was a mandatory evacuation, the police went door to door all piled up in this 15 passenger van. My mom knew of a church in Fort Worth. Oh, we're gonna go have an adventure for a few days and come back. The day of the hurricane, I just turned 19, and it was crazy. Well, we ended up being stuck in that hotel for two months. We literally only had two days of clothing, and I didn't have anything else. we have been wearing the same clothing and you know, trying to go to Goodwill, to try to get something, but we didn't have any money because my dad didn't have a job, you know, and we were paycheck to paycheck anyway. My parents decided, you know, we're not gonna go back. We love it here, we got a job offer, let's look for a home.
0: She came to Dallas because of the hurricane. My brother began to date her sister. My brother called me, hey, can you go and show them Dallas?
1: Andre comes with his brother Slava, let's go to this Bible study. They prayed for everybody in the whole place. I think there's some people who've been affected by Hurricane Katrina here. My sister and I went up to the front. He's like, anybody who feels led to give to them, just give to them whatever you feel in your heart. So people start piling cash in our hands and I'm just weeping at all of this number of events like taking place day after day. After that prayer meeting, Andre offered to pick up Naomi and I and bring us to some of the classes if we wanted to pass time. We ended up hitting it off.
0: I didn't speak English. I mean, as, as you see, my English is my second language. When I began to work, I wrote the policy. I needed help with the vocabulary. And I was kind of embarrassed to ask people to do that. And I, hey, Mary, um, can you please check mine? My policy.
1: I had a crush on him big time because I was like, Oh, look at that accent and those sharp features, you know. And He asked me on a date like a few weeks later.
0: I just fell in love. I, I you know, with her, asked the question, What are you gonna do? I said, What's my question? What are you gonna do with your life? What's to your purpose? I said, Mary, what do you think if you're gonna work in the office?
1: I was like, No, I don't want to do anything behind a desk. I'd love to be out like, with people and getting to know people. And he said, well just try it. If you don't like it, then you can do something else, but I think you'd be great at it.
0: Just right there, that moment we just clicked together and we became such a good friends. So we dated for one and a half year and she became the marketing person for our company. And our, our company grew from pretty much a couple of people to over 100 people right now. We enjoy what we do. Business full-time industry, what do you mean business? Well, well, I'm running a little business, this is my full-time industry. Well, I work with people. This is my gift, so that's this is my calling, and I'm working with that.
1: It's always finding that balance balance, and finding those priorities. The kids are an eternal priority.
0: You have to spend more time with them. Because he wants to play ball with you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to draw. He wants to build something. He wants to get a hammer and do something outside. And you have to go and follow him and help him. Are we willing to do that as a parent? Because this is the price you pay to have fellowship and relationship and communications with their kids.
1: We set the environment for our home, just however much we can to be involved in their life.
0: We try to be examples, and we try to live life that we enjoy, and for them just to enjoy too. My goal, my, my dream, my prayer, they can see in us that identity of Christ feel like a
1: horrible mom, dropping the ball, frustrated, take that out on my kids.
0: I'm in debt, I'm in trouble, You're gonna lose everything.
1: Too many liabilities, downsize possibly. I don't see Jesus, where is Jesus? Prideful, I want to keep all those leads, I don't want to let them go. If you
0: give them too much technology, they're becoming zombies.
1: Melody, all of her fingers were bleeding. Our family unit is the most important.
0: Dad, what you do? Dad praying right now. Specifically scheduled to spend time with God in my room.
2: God is love and love comes from God. In 1 John, the Bible tells us that God is not only all loving but that He actually is love itself. The heart of the Parent Compass television show is to bring the transforming love of God to families everywhere. In every Parent Compass episode, true stories reveal family struggles and how their lives were radically changed by the love of God. Parent Compass, an award-winning television series, is completely funded by people like you. If you have been touched by God and you want to share God's love to others, would you please pass it on? Jesus tells us to go into all the world and to tell about Him. With your donation, you allow us to take this television show into many different nations and in many different languages, free of charge. And a portion of your donation goes to Parent Compass Outreach to Feed Starving Children. Your gift does so much. To make your tax-deductible gift, go to parentcompass.tv forward slash donate. That's parentcompass.tv forward slash donate. And thank you for sending love
0: and hope around the world.